How's it, internet? And welcome to Two Guys in SharePoint. The only SharePoint show in South Africa where everything is not made up and there are no points. How's it going, Al? All right, and you, Mr. Modlin? Yeah, I'm good, man. Been working hard. I'm kind of wrecked. But we're back on the mics for another week. Yeah, I don't know what's happening to this industry, eh? It's Uh, exploding. It is. But I've been thinking about this for a while now. Well, for a while being the last week since we last spoke. Office 365. So you remember in the old days, right? Yep. We had us trailing Australia by two years in the technologies field. And then Australia trailing the US and Europe by 18 months. Yeah. So typically that's how everything was deployed. We'd be deployed later. As a, as a rule of thumb, yeah, sure. Yeah. So we always used to measure ourselves. Okay, well, we're South Africa, so we're like a couple of years behind the curve and all of these things, and we're not doing the cool shit that the rest of the planet's doing. Do that's you agree with now, me? though. Yes. Like that, that was very much how it is. But Microsoft and the cloud now means everything's global. So, ubiquitous, mate. The word if, is ubiquitous. Yeah. If if you're on the bandwagon, you're on the bandwagon, and if everybody is at that at that place together, which is really really fun. Because when Microsoft releases feature updates or anything for Office three six five, everyone gets it. So nobody's special because everyone's special. Very cool. And speaking about special, we've got some special guests on the show today. Yes. Who do we have this week? We've been trying to get them in a room together for quite some time. I think since November last year already. Uh, the the main contenders for the crown to all things business process management. Um, we've got the crowd from Nintex uh, in the room, in the in, in the session today. So we're speaking to Stefan Geis and Palessa Sequane, and they taught me a new uh, term, Sweka. Uh, it's southwest, east, and central Africa. So there's no longer Mia, it's Sweka. So no north, just southwest, east, and central Africa. And that's the region that they're playing. So uh, without uh, any further ado, uh, let's move over to them. And on this week's episode of Two Guys in SharePoint, we have some people in the room. We've actually got more than one guest. We've got the team from Nintex, Sweka. Apparently, this is a new term, Sweka. It sounds like a lot of sweat. I'm not too sure what it means, but I'm sure they'll tell you all about it. Uh, welcome, Stefan and Palisa. Thanks, Alistair. Thanks for having us. Yeah, good to be here. So so just some background, Stefan. What, what's your role at Nintex? Alistair, I'm the territory manager for, for Sweka, as Sweka. you mentioned. That's <laughs> southwest, east, and central Africa. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically the sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, and then, in addition, we also look after Israel and uh, Mauritius. And Palesa, what's your role? So my role is um, technical evangelist for Sweka. Okay. Also um, for Sweka. Yeah, also for okay, Sweka. And yeah, I always get a lot of flack about the title as well, <laughs> technical evangelist. Um, but basically, I'm the go-to guy from a technical perspective. Um, people always ask uh, me questions as well, how to architect these solutions using our Nintex platform. All right. So, so if role. anyone... But you're not on Facebook, so people can't stalk you either. So. <laughs> exactly. So, so that's, a, that's a problem for, for most of us. But I'm, I'm sure you're on Twitter and I saw you, some blog posts last week. Yes, I'm on the Nintex community. Um, so I'm trying to drive a lot of people to come there, ask questions. All right. Because um, essentially that's our knowledge base. All right. So, Stefan, just a bit 
on your side. I know Pelissa, I've known him for, for, for quite some time and he's been in the space for, for quite some time as well before you joined Dentex. Just some background on your side. I mean, you, you, more, you come from a different background compared to the usual uh, Microsoft uh, uh, peoples. Quite right, quite right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm actually fairly new to uh, the SharePoint community. So, um, I got in. I joined Nuntex um, December 2016. So, no, uh, 20, 2015. Sorry. So, just about mm-hmm. you know over a year mm-hmm. with uh, with Nuntex now. Um, and uh, before that, I was actually with with a company called EMC. So, yeah. storage giant EMC. Yeah. So um, you, you were the tin guy. I was the tin guy. Well, okay. We didn't actually get exposure to to Documentum, Captiva, yeah. those type of technology. But you had you uh, had uh, storage attached stuff. Uh, the NAS. Uh, uh, no, there was uh, there was a specific device from EMC. Oh, the the iAmiga drives. No, that not, not, no, not now you're giving away your stuff. age. Now you're giving away your age. Um, <laughs> there was the only certified open text knowledge management storage attached something. It wasn't. It wasn't Exadata. It was. Uh, it was with an E. I can't remember. It was from EMC. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I remember um, that. It, it was an actual. It was the only one of its kind at the time, and it came out in the early two thousands. Um, so, if you wanted your storage certified for knowledge management, you'd have to go. Yeah, to exactly. It was. A, it's nice. a blob data storage. Something device. like that. Yeah. Um, Before you had blo- externalized blob storage with SQL. Yeah. There was a lot of talk around that. Yeah. So. Um, if you give me a bit of time and probably more time okay, than this podcast okay. will last, so I'll, I'll get to the name. I, but I think it, it, you know, where I'm sitting now, it feels like ages ago. It must have been, yeah. But it's good though, because that means the brainwashing into the Microsoft space is working. That you're forgetting it's out of your memory palace. Absolutely. All that tin stuff, because we don't respect tin people in this room. Exactly. Um, been immersed into the yes, you've been indoctrinated. All right. So, so any challenges coming across from um, selling stuff or SKUs? around cores and um, compute units versus selling uh, a story more? No, so, so look, the, uh, the day-to-day selling bit, um, I think I'm, I'm still very comfortable with because the primary go-to-market that, that uh, we as Nintex have is, is through our partner community. So Nintex is 100% partner-driven. Um, we don't have a professional services organization of our own, so um, we rely 100% on partners to actually deliver those professional services. Um, and from that regard, you know, um, EMC was also a very, very uh, partner-driven organization. So uh, for a company with a $50 billion um, turnover, um, or sorry, it was $50 million, um, not billion, dollar turnover, um, EMC did more or less 75% to 80% of their revenue in, in, in the partner community. So it really is about, you know, making sure that you, that you have the right partners on board and, uh, and managing those partners properly and making sure that those partners are profitable as well. So that's a very big part of the job is, is making sure that partners can sell your products and that they're profitable. And your side, Belissa, are you finding working with someone from a, a channel, a proper channel, versus what your experiences with partners in the past? Um, it's different um, slightly because in the, in the past, I was doing a lot of development and consulting just on pure SharePoint um, alone. So um, one of my old stories or <laughs> one of the things I remember doing when I started with SharePoint was working with SharePoint Foundation and doing a lot of customization because people <laughs> didn't want to buy enterprise. And then I got slowly introduced into the enterprise, but I was pretty much in the background at the time. Um, I didn't do any sort of speaking engagements, didn't discuss anything related to licensing with partners. Um, so that all started when I started working with um, Nintex. 
So this is around about the Codeplex days. I don't know if you remember yeah. Codeplex. If SharePoint can't do oh, something, yeah. you download a WSP yeah. of Codeplex yeah. or an add-in into SharePoint designer workflows. Um, so I was lucky enough to work for a company that I was one of the first um, partners in Intex, um, Fox IT. Um, oh, Fox, what happened to them? They just like <laughs> dissolved into nothingness. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, and Did we were a really good company. <laughs> disappeared into the ether. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, and then while I was there, um, just before I moved on to the next company, uh, DAX Systems, I got introduced into this whole VTE program at Nintex. Okay. Um, the one where they actually gave you hoodies like I'm wearing. I actually got a really cool memory stick. <laughs> I thought you got a bag. There was gig, which bag. Was like <laughs> and, and there, was, <laughs> there was like serious swag. Now as a VTE, all we get is, yeah, put this in your email signature with the logo on with it. the logo on. Yeah. I still I, got the T-shirt go, back I, then. I, I had to go fetch my shirt in Seattle, mate. Still so. Yeah. It took me you about a year to get mine. did not provide at all. Oh, I knew these so I knew that. Yeah. It will always feature. <laughs> it always haunts us, eh? Yeah. Um, so that um, while um, working as a VTE slash consultant for the partner I worked for, um, I did a lot of pre-sales engagement um, and speaking conventions as well <laughs> with customers. And now he hands me a pen. So working for, for Nintex, at least that'll make you feel better. <laughs> so working for Nintex, it's, it's pretty much more or less of what I used to do. Um, but on a much bigger scale, you know, as... And now you show up at a podcast wearing a tie, mate. That's like yeah. serious Serious stuff. Eh? Serious <laughs> stuff. There, there's a story behind that as well. Is yeah. there a story behind there's that? A story. It's not just for me. No. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so for those who don't know about Nintex, uh, Stefan, can you just give us a, just a little bit of background about what Nintex is, what it does? And uh, we do have people that listen to our show that's new to SharePoint. So it's always important to get some background on the technology that you're representing at the table right now. Of course. Yeah, so uh, Nintex started in about uh, 2006. Um, two guys in Australia, they started Nintex. So this originated as a requirement that they actually had at that stage, in, in by the way, in Melbourne. So this started as a requirement that they well, had they, to... They're expats, South Africans. No, no, uh, no, no unfortunately not. No. <laughs> so then they're pommies, they're pommies. No, they're proper, they're proper Australians. Australians, yeah. Okay. Not so South Africans. So they weren't, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not bombies, so they weren't like sent there to, from the UK as, as prisoners. No, no, <laughs> no. I think they might still behave like prisoners now and then. <laughs> no. Bought in so, Australia. Um, anyway, so, you know, obviously they, they have this requirement to actually do um, development on, on uh, workflow within the SharePoint space. And, uh, you know, they... they decided or they, they thought they wanted an easier way to develop these workflows and actually at that stage they had a customer that required they to, to be able to very easily develop their own, own workflows. So um, they started the develop, development on this on this product, Nintex Workflow. At that stage I think it wasn't called uh, Nintex yet. Mm. But um, ultimately, you know, they had this uh, product called Nintex Workflow that, uh, that they could make available to their customers and customers can then des- design their own workflow. From there, um, there was a requirement then to, to interact with, with some kind of form. So this is where Nintex Forms originated. So that would be the, the you know, ultimately the, the interaction point where a customer would interact with, uh, with the workflow. So, you know, a workflow might be kicked off by certain data that you, that you uh, input into a form. Um, that obviously had a natural progression into a, a mobile product as well. So ultimately you could then take this uh, form and publish this form into a mobile app. Um, once again, still um, fully interactive with your SharePoint, um, you know, and, and documents stored within within SharePoint ultimately as well. So 
So as of late, the, the latest products that we've, we've added to this uh, portfolio um, is a product by the name of uh, DrawLoop. So DrawLoop, we added, I think, about two years ago from where Does we're Does Nintex own the product now? Or yeah. Is it? yeah, so DrawLoop actually started off as a product w- uh, within the salesforce.com um, community uh, where it would combine uh, dynamic documents from SFDC data. So SFDC, Salesforce.com. Okay, all yeah. right. Yeah. yeah so, so we're not that well indoctrinated here when it comes to the <laughs> Americanisms when using abbreviations in that way. Absolutely, Salesforce, and it's something that we've also picked up is uh, Salesforce.com. You know, it, it might be used by the, some of the large multinational uh, organizations yeah. in, in uh, South Africa, but it's definitely not the stable um, DD, CRM. DD uses Salesforce quite uh, extensively. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, and, and it's something that we also found. You know, it's within the large multinationals, most definitely Salesforce. You've got a Salesforce connector, don't you? Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah, so uh, basically to, to wrap up the, the product portfolio then, um, we introduced DrawLoop. Um, DrawLoop was specific to, to Salesforce.com. We've since taken that capability to generate dynamic documents and actually port that over into Office 365. So you can do this within... Uh, um, Excel, PowerPoint, and Word. And uh, very recently, we, we've introduced that same capability you can you can do on-premise now as well with oh, Word, cool. Excel, and PowerPoint. Oh, so very dynamic documents, still linking um, back to your original And then there's a DocuSign plugin as well. So Correct. if you wanted yes. signatures on it, um, you'd go down that route. And the future for Nintex, uh, Nintex out of, I know they've got huge presence in Seattle where I had to go fetch my shirt. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, you're geographically located across the world. Where, where are the offices? Yeah, that's correct. So we operate in about 90 countries, uh, 22 languages. Nine zero. Nine yeah. zero. Wow. Countries. Yeah. Yeah. That's power right there. Uh, and that is not taking all the new countries that we that we starting to operate in now. So you know, I think that number of 90 mm. countries was still before we, you know, started to yeah. uh, to conquer <laughs> Africa as well, and <laughs> with with Nintex. So oh, I think no. that number is shooting up very rapidly at the moment. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it it is a proper global organization at this stage. You know, we, we support uh, 22 languages, um, and and it's really uh, you know we I think we currently have in excess of 7,000 customers globally, um, and most of those customers I'd say um, probably over 6,000 of those customers are SharePoint customers for that matter as well. All right. Yeah. So, you know, um, SharePoint is a very very big part of of our day to day business and. Uh, uh, speaking of SharePoint, Valesa, mm. you've said you've had quite an extensive SharePoint or love-hate relationship with SharePoint and SharePoint Foundation. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Uh, now, we've all, we've all been there with WSS. Mm. Have you, did you ever work with, with raw WSS3 back in the old days? Um, I did. That was before I had one or two projects uh, okay. when I started. Um, but it was something I was looking at um, in my final year. So, so you remember in WCS they had uh, you had a, a shared services provider in yes. SSP instead yeah. of a, a service applications, mm. and then they released Search Server. I don't mm. think you've ever worked with Search Server. No, that I haven't okay. worked with. So Search Server. Okay. Uh, I'm digressing from the Linux thing, <laughs> but you got me excited about that. Okay. So WCS shipped because you had SharePoint. Okay. Server. 2007 boss that had an SSP. Yes. Uh, WSS never shipped with an SSP. Okay. All right. So search server shipped with an SSP. Okay. So if you wanted to configure, well, I'm not sure if it was UPS, but you had an entire enterprise search center. Mm -hmm, So they mm -hmm. called it search center. So I stopped selling WSS. I started selling search server because of that. Nice. Uh, That's a GFAB top tip. (laughs) 
So just on the on the back of what you were saying, where Nintex is going, uh, you guys just finished off the, the conference in New Orleans. New Orleans, Inspire oh, X. Yeah. Inspire X. And how do you feel about Microsoft stealing the name? It's actually a very interesting uh, conversation there yeah. because uh, Microsoft approached us and said they, they're interested to, to call their um, new conference Inspire okay. X. So they actually approached us and said, and, and uh, there seems to be a... Uh, quite a topic at this stage with uh, Microsoft coming to Nintex and, and uh, you know lifting some of our IP or using some of our IP that uh, you know so so for for their own purposes. Um, but um, yeah, no, they they actually they they came to us, uh, spoke to us about it, and uh, at that stage, you know, they, we agreed with Microsoft that it's that it's fine. They can use the the Inspire X. Um, well, just Inspire. They dropped the X. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So in, use the the Inspire. Um, logo or, oh. or wording for for their conference um and i think you know there, there is some benefit that we'll ultimately get out of that as well so yeah. now we, we're getting mm, massive yeah. support from microsoft in turn as well no, as, i was as we go pleased on. to see the the number of microsoft reps at um, inspire x this week i mean i was following it on twitter yeah, and there yeah. was there was quite a strong contingent considering that uh, ignite australia was running at the same time yeah we um at you know, over over Inspirex, uh, Jeff Tipper was actually our keynote speaker. So, yeah. so no, we we very happy with uh, having Jeff there, and and uh, he's he's continually voiced his support for for Nintex and this yeah. relationship. I don't think Microsoft. he's ever been to a K two summit or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to throw in a little bit of a conspiracy theory there. So nice. coming back to Inspire X, Belissa, on your side, uh, mm. or have you seen any any new new things coming that you can talk about on the technical stuff? Or we've heard enough about sales Google you got from from Stefan. Yeah, um, so um, there was a lot of stuff that um, I've already kind of like um, shared with some of the the partners in our region um, coming from Inspire X. So a lot of it was shared um, at the conference as well. So um, like one of the major things that I saw was the whole. Um, uh, what it was, um, John Burton's keynote, okay. um, where he was explaining um, the direction that Nintex is taking with um, the whole workflow as a service um, approach that we um, doing now. Because we recently came out with, um, we'll be launching NWC later this year, officially, I think. Um, so, for those who don't know, sorry, another American abbreviation, which NWC is Nintex Workflow Cloud. So that's independent of SharePoint. So you would have noticed that, you know, as we talked about the history of Nintex, it was the SharePoint add-in, easier way to build um, Nintex workflows. But then now with um, NWC, um, we'll be hosting a platform that, you know, people can use to build to automate all of their processes on there. So um, people got some nice um, sneak peeks into some of the connectors that we have for NWC. Because if you don't have um, a document repository such as SharePoint or you choose not to use SharePoint, you can still have um, Nintex workflow to automate your process. You can do a full-on document approval process with Box, OneDrive um, for business, um, Google Drive, and still interact with Salesforce, um, SQL on Azure, and all of those things. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and and uh, that release has happened. So NWC okay, went yeah. live 22nd of November. Nice. Uh, last year, that was a that was a low-key uh, launch. Yeah, but we don't the, talk about um, anything unless there's a, like a release 1.1 1. 1 or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I was the same thing. But I kept on saying, no, I'm not <laughs> touching NWC until, until the new year, until there's a service back update or something. Yeah, so uh, the other there there are some exciting releases um, that we're waiting for later this year though. Um, that um, is the new forms responsive forms uh, 
design a product. So I think that's that's probably the first one that's coming up, Paperlessa. Yeah. So the, we've actually got a sneak peek of that on NWC, where um, remember we we fall more into you know the business process automation space. So someone fills out a form, it goes to the um, right people for some sort of approval process, and um, you can automate your services and activities. So what we've done now is with our Nintex Mobile. Um, we've allowed people to authenticate against um, NWC on Nintex Workflow Cloud and submit those forms and have the, the workflow run in NWC as well. So it's just a little sneak preview of what we're planning to do with our upcoming forms. So there's a new, well. new, new, new forms engine. Quite right. Yeah. Okay. No more JavaScript for repeating sections. It's going to be a lot easier. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, don't talk around it. <laughs> No more JavaScript. Okay, yeah. all right. We'll, we, we're going to hold you to that. <laughs> Hashtag down with JavaScript. Yeah, you know. JavaScript <laughs> so anything else that you're excited about from, from that, that's coming? Um, um, are there things that you're not allowed to talk about? Quite a few. Um, another exciting thing, um, even though it's not really for our region, um, is the whole um, um, data sovereignty uh, stuff that was shared as well. So there will be new data centers being put out, I think, in Europe, Australia, and, and Asia. And this is around NWC? Yeah, because uh, okay. it's also on Azure. Um, so we're pretty much following Microsoft's roadmap for okay. the data centers, and we'll also provision them as well. I'm still hoping to see one in Africa. No. Yeah, <laughs> but the latency will be a bit better. With uh, some of them, slightly. Uh, you but can tweak your yeah. peering your, your peering points when it comes to latency. Yeah. I mean, there's also the really expensive uh, what do they call it? Not direct route, the express route. Yes, and then you pay through your ass. Yep. Uh, and all our, our <laughs> ISPs here offer it. You can get it through MTN and Vodacom. Yep. But, but it's really expensive. It's, it's really much of a muchness. Mm. My my concern is, yes, we don't have a data center. We, mm. we were actually talking about tier five the other day. Uh, I was looking at uh, there's a nice map to show you all the well, between Microsoft and, and AWS they call it different things so you okay. look at AZ's availability zones mm. um, where these data centers are and what the clusters of mm -hmm. data centers mm. in these availability zones whereas Amazon is a little bit different Microsoft mm. seems to think that they have the most AZ's out of any cloud provider it's actually AWS okay uh, but we'll we'll get Slatten on the show just to correct us in that. So yeah, there lots of stuff coming from Inspirex. Yeah, and uh, also Nintex Exchange um, was introduced um, again at Inspirex. So for guys who don't know what that is, it's actually an extension to our Nintex community where you can upload Nintex assets and download them as well. So an asset being maybe um, a reusable workflow that you can just download, import into your um, SharePoint or Nintex environment. Um, it could also be some form of UDA. So if someone's figured out um, a smart way of Grabbing an item—that's user-defined action for <laughs> those you. who didn't know. Um, so, if someone's figured out how to easily grab an attachment from a form um, and upload that attachment into a document library with metadata, you could probably find it on Nintex Exchange. So, um, and some of the, the last thing I'd like to add as well is with Nintex Exchange, some of the assets aren't necessarily workflow actions. So, we also invite our partners to um, put some of these uh, solutions on there. So just to showcase maybe an expense um, solution that they've built using the Nintex platform, do a little video on it and leave their contact details as well. But essentially okay. it's all about collaboration in that space. Well, talking about the Nintex community, 
community.nintix.com. That's the URL. Yeah, that's the one. So if anyone wants to have a look at what's happening in the Nintix community, and you can also sign up, and there's some nice gamifications there, and you can comment, and it's the typical forum stuff. So, so do have a look. Um, on the subject of community, we are launching a Nintix user group in South Africa. Um, the information worker user group has had discussions with with Nintix around um, setting up a quarterly community night or a, a bi-monthly community night every second month um, at Microsoft. And we are actually talking to Microsoft now about securing the venue for, for going forward. So it will probably be the, the last Thursday of the month yes. um, where we'll have it there and the, 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 the new site, girl, a site will go up uh, probably near the, closer to the first, second week of March. Nice. All right. Really looking forward to that. Oh. So we expect a lot of things from Nintex, um, from the community. Yeah. Um, we like do. hoodies or what are you talking about? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, swag. no, 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 we Just don't need any swag. swag. <laughs> I am all about swag. <laughs> so if people wanted to become a partner, an Nintex partner, what, what are the preconditions or the prerequisites to, to wanting to become an Nintex partner? Because we know that there's mm. a, a, a bucket load of people selling Office 365 and uh, selling SharePoint out there, but it's not everyone that, that, could just magically become uh, a Nintex partner. It's always dangerous. I mean, we've we wanted to call a, a show. We wanted to do a good couple of years ago, SharePoint Nightmares, because of partners that think they can sell SharePoint yeah. and they literally go sell SharePoint mm. and walk away. Yeah. So uh, if I could maybe answer that one, the um, we 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 do look at uh, signing up new partners, but uh, for that matter, I, I should probably add as well that you know when we do sign up a partner, we we do that uh, considering everything. Um, especially how we can sign up more customers and, and uh, that, that, that that partner has got the technical wherewithal to, to support those customers as they go along as well. So, you know, it, we, we certainly don't sign up a partner to, to work with the customer. So it, it needs to be a long-standing relationship um, and uh, because it, it requires a lot of investment from a from time and effort point of view from uh, both the partner and mm-hmm. Nintex to develop this partnership to, to being lucrative. I know at one stage you had certification roadmaps for, for Nintex around uh, writing exams mm. and you have to have X amount of consultants certified in, in the Nintex. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> just to scare people a little, a little uh, we do keep tabs on all our partners and who's done certifications. Um, so that's uh, something we've taken very serious now. Um, and I mean, the certifications, um, we have two places. Um, well, we have the Learning Center, which is also on community.nintex.com slash LMS, I think, um, where you can register, do some, watch some of the videos um, around all the different products on our platform. You can write a practice exam, and then you can do the actual exam as well. So, you know, there's a Workflow Pro, um, ad, ad, there's a Workflow Pro and a Workflow Admin certification you can do. And then we've released ones um, for DrawLoop um, as well as NWC's up and coming as well for Nintex Workflow Cloud. Yeah. And then for the partners, um, we've partnered up with um, really good training providers like TechDog. Um, so they can um, access the TechDog University to a lot of these training courses online with yeah. Jason Keller. Yes, yes, sorry, but yeah. listen, the, uh, the TikTok training is quite new, and uh, we've got about 40 hours worth of recorded uh, yeah. video oh, instructor training. Yeah, University. That's correct, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, so, 
and uh, it's it's really comprehensive training and it includes new things now like mobile and so on that mm. we didn't have there mm. before. So uh, it also includes a whole section on Office 365. So yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's no, done well. Uh, yeah. The problem with that is uh, you have to buy the bundle, so you can't just buy Office 365 training on its own from TechTalk. Strangely enough, mm. the TechTalk University you can get SharePoint. I think you can get Nintix, but you can't get Office 365. So when you look at Office 365, you mm. get Nintix and and SharePoint, and it's not too bad. I think it's like a thousand four hundred dollars a year or something. That's right. So yeah, the the training starts at I think about a seven hundred dollars uh, yeah. per course, goes up to a thousand odd dollars per course. But uh, yeah. with a partnering with TechDog, we've yeah. made this available free free of charge to our Four partners. partners yeah. 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 And what I like as well is we've because um, we've got a lot of these demo scenarios that we show to potential customers. Um, so what TechDog have done is like the travel request. They'll show you how to build one end-to-end using uh, Nintex workflow. Okay. So it gives um, partners an idea how to best work with the platform and approach um, a similar problem yeah. and so forth. And then you've also got combined knowledge as Quite well in yeah. the UK. Yeah. Yeah. So Watson and Friends. That's it. Yep. Yes, that's, I know that's 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 <laughs> So, no, we definitely still do work with uh, combined knowledge. And, uh, yeah, there's actually partners out in South Africa that also yeah. uh, do their training. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but I suppose combined knowledge and tech dog is a little bit different from a training perspective than uh, having a training partner like Carabino or, or mm. having a partner, an Intex partner like Carabino or Mint offer training. Um, you're not partner agnostic. So, let's hope you can find someone that can provide you with that level of training participation, like tech dogs that would partner with a Carabiner, GTM, mm-hmm. Mint, even, even a Bratas. Uh, I think that might be something that you need to consider seeing as your training partners are literally that. You've got combined knowledge in the UK, you've got tech dog out in the US, um, and, and it works quite well because you, we, not every company is going to invest heavily yeah. from a partner perspective in that level of training, yeah. especially on the Nintex side. Yeah, we do. In country, we do have uh, we do have DAC systems that, yeah, but that, are, that are, actually provide uh, combined knowledge training. Uh, but yeah, but uh, they're not just a training partner. They no, offer no. SharePoint. So, mm. yeah. GT won't go hire DAC to deliver training. Neither will Carabina or right. Mint or Brightus. We mm. won't use. Um, yeah. But we would use a partner that doesn't sell SharePoint. Yeah. That's specific okay. on training. That's specific on yeah. training. And, okay. uh, no, it's, it, and it seems for that reason that we're also you know, taking a fresh look at, at uh, training and certification specifically for customers mm. because um, one of the key components to, to uh, really get Nintex going in South Africa and, and uh, get it to virally spread, spread um, within a customer and through various customers um, is training and certification. So we do believe you know, the more training we can get out to, to within the customer, the better that customer's adoption rate will be of, of the product. Um, for that matter, you know, it's it's using this approach that we saw that uh, Vodafone, I mean, everybody knows Vodafone, mm-hmm. um, started using, and, and really it was early stages using Nintex, and within 18 months... Um, Is that before you change your price model? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. No, that's, that's on the current price model. So... And uh, within within eighteen months of uh, after adopting uh, Nintex workflow, they built six thousand workflows. So, you know that was solely enabled through training. Oh, yeah. and How many of them were limited action workflows? <laughs> <laughs> That's another good question. <laughs> so, well, <coughs> my next question was going to be: How does South Africa compare to Middle Eastern Africa? And I can't use that. So, how does South Africa compare to? 
the rest of whatever Sweka means <laughs> um, when it comes to user adoption, uh, what they understand about technologies. Because you get exposed to partners in Nigeria, yeah. partners in Kenya. I mean, we, well, I suppose from from the company that I work for, we, we do get exposed at that level. But it's important to note, uh, I'd love to, we always ask all our guests, that our international guests, how, how do they see the world from Nigeria or from Kenya or from Egypt or from... It's it's very different. Eh? So like, for example, um, Nigeria, um, they they adopt um, a lot more to cloud much easier than yeah, some they, of the customers here. They don't here. have infrastructure. Yeah, they don't have infrastructure. They and don't, they don't have power. They don't have power, unfortunately. So, <laughs> um, you know, buying servers with some of the um, electricity problems that mm-hmm. they have, and you know, everyone's got a generator, but it, oh. it's it's too costly. So yeah. to them, cloud makes sense. Um, so that was one region where I'd say we got like the most cloud adoption in in Sweka, and yeah. you know, they're embracing it. So for us. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for me, um, it's really nice because I can now start pushing some of the new um, stuff, you know, like on cloud and all of that, NWC, um, uh, Office 365 and all of that. Which which does leave us with an interesting problem that uh, yeah. there's a lot of need in, in Nigeria at this stage, but very little money to pay for the yeah. need <laughs> with the economic woes that they have. They actually had a SharePoint Saturday last Saturday there in Lagos. Yeah. Yeah. There's a... Nigeria is a fantastic market, and, and we've had a visit up there. We've got a couple of partners in, in Nigeria, and it is really it's a fantastic and very diverse market and, and quite robust. But uh, I think the, the challenges that they're facing with the economy and, mm. and oil price at this stage is really, really um, sad, actually, to see you know the, the, how badly, badly it affects the, their market. Um, just in terms of banks, they've got 22 major banks. These aren't all the banks. These are just the major banks. Yeah, in total, it's like 150. Is, and how many princes own these banks? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that why there's a bunch of princes wanting to give us money? <laughs> Anyhow, so before we close off, uh, current initiatives, where can, where can people see Nintex um, out there or uh, conferences that, that, that Nintex will be at? Yeah. Uh, so uh, currently we're planning a uh, executive briefing. Um, it's it's planned for the twenty second of March. Um, we'll have our VP for corp- corporate affairs, um, Baran Ekrat, mm. uh, will be coming down to South Africa to to uh, be our keynote for for this event. Uh, this event is actually uh, on the back of the the very successful Inspirex that we uh, and it was by the way our last Inspirex that we just ran. Oh. It's yeah, the, the second na- one. Though. Yeah, no. So uh, <laughs> the name is changing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so we we reached a, a a good deal with Microsoft, and okay. we opted to give them the name Inspire. Oh. We'll take a new name, and it'll probably they'll want that one. You know, once as we well. announce that <laughs> as well. So that's but, the old SkyDrive. <laughs> but um, yeah, we this this um, event that we're hosting in in South Africa on the twenty second of March is um, is a mini Inspirex that you know it's mm, like a roadshow yeah, for Inspirex. Yeah. So we'll take you know the best keynotes and technical sessions from that uh, that um, briefing and uh, and and have them in a in a half day or let's say three quarter day format. Luckily, okay. and you're doing share and SharePoint Saturday obviously this year. Again. Yep, most definitely. Yes. Oh, most definitely. Oh. Yeah, nev- we'll there. never miss that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and hopefully uh, Bright House sponsors the the beer cakes and taps as well again again, again. And, um, and a bit of swag a bit of swag yeah okay. need for example <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to speak to the be. so how do people get hold of you Stefan um, are you on the Twitterati's and all of those things yeah um, yeah at Stefan Goos okay. S-T-E-P-H-A-N uh, G-O-U-S so right. they can hit you up there drop you a, a text uh, do Correct. you tweet uh, are you a Twitter Twitter 
Yeah, I, I do tweet now and then. Um, you know, there they is still the, the good old-fashioned email if you yeah. want to reach me. So <laughs> that would be uh, Stefan, <laughs> Stefan.hos at nintex.com. Well, they can find you on the community site as well. I mean, they can, Yeah, exactly. They can find mm-hmm. us on the community site. We've recently partnered with uh, IT Web as well. So we've started a press office, okay. virtual company zone, So they can search IT for Web. you on IT Web. Yeah, they can just but, search uh, Nintex on, on IT Web and uh, my detail will pop up there as well. Awesome. But let's say your side, you're the non-Facebooker. Yeah, so I'm not on Facebook. Uh, that's my cousin. So you'll see with the picture that it's not me. Um, <laughs> it's a girl. And then, um, yeah, so I'm on Twitter as well, though. Um, LinkedIn, I'm quite active. Okay. Um, and the Nintex community. So that's oh, yeah. Palisa Emmanuel Sigwani. Okay. Um, you'll find me on any of those three. Are you going into government? Because now you've like said your full government name. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to know. My social security number is. Showed up here with a tie and shit. And, uh, you've got political aspirations. <laughs> no, no, no. Just with to... With a name like Emmanuel. I mean, you know, no, it's, no, it's the only way because, um, yeah, people will find my cousin and she doesn't do SharePoint. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, boys. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for coming through and, and having a chat to us. I'm sure we've been wanting to do this for, for about two, three, almost three months now. Wow. Yeah, we've been asking Stefan, listen, would you mind coming onto the show? Yeah, keeping me in the loop. Yeah, that's right. Running flat out. Running flat out. So we hope it was worthwhile when oh. we actually showed yeah. up. And, and the swag for today is, is Yammer stickers. So you got some swag for me today. Okay, cool. All thanks. Right. Well, thanks a lot for coming through and we'll chat to you soon. Oh, thanks, Alistair, for having thanks, us. Sal. Awesome. Yeah, it was good catching up with them. They, they, they're very, very busy. On the back of InspireX, uh, there's a, a ton of new stuff coming, and we spoke about quite a bit of those things in the show. But I'd, I want to harp on it. Uh, there was another tweet this morning about the new Nintex Forms engine, which is power, power, power. And strangely enough, uh, we actually uh, i will be chatting to a client in two weeks' time about the Nintex Workflow Cloud and integrating into Dropbox and Google Drive, which they have connectors for. So I'm excited about looking at the Nintex Workflow Cloud and how we can not work with SharePoint but still do document management. Interesting. I I must say I like SharePoint. I really do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to see that, how that happens. And if we can branch into those services, that's only a good thing, having those connectors available. So shall we get into the news, Al? Yes, in the news. Listeners might not know, he does that fresh every week. Damn for a little straight. while I was for a little while I was overriding him with a, a little clip, but and he does the <laughs> reverb all on his own. I don't even have to touch it, it's brilliant. Uh fantastic, fantastic. Cool. So um on Wednesday, the twenty second, OneDrive. That is being OneDrive, the free mobile version that you get with Windows 10, uh, had a, quite a large update. And it's got a bunch more stuff in it. It's got, you can set passwords on your sections and you can put diagrams in it and a host of other features. So they, they're really, they're, they're pushing to get that with, I assume the same functionality they have, they want for the, the, the full 32-bit desktop system. So yes. if, if you are using that, that, that is uh, a thing to know. So go check it out. Uh, this, is, this is my concern, right? So Microsoft churns out updates all the time for a plethora of things. We get it hit every so often, but the integration components between 
all of their product sets now. Actually require, well, shit, Windows 10 wants to update daily because that's what I get. And I actually, it's quite annoying. But I think there's only one of my machines in my house that's on first release. So I think that's why that one continually restarts all the time. But yes, I'm excited about the new uh, OneDrive Sync client. Um, do you actually use the free version of OneDrive? No, I've got I've got a, a company OneDrive, which is nice. Yeah, and you oh, probably sorry. use Dropbox. <laughs> I've I've been saying OneDrive this whole time. This one is OneNote, obviously, with section passwords and being able to draw diagrams and stuff. So your your um, notes in OneNote was wrong. Yes, my notes in OneNote was wrong. <laughs> It says OneDrive, it should say OneNote. Microsoft should know what I mean and just auto-correct it for me, really. Dropping yeah, the it's ball, like guys. talking about SkyDrive and all of those things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my Delve I, should have picked that up for me. I, I, worry, I, I worry that you typed in OneNote and it, hey, it changed. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want the AI to be that clever to go, um, let me correct your typing for you because have you seen that? I saw in the news, uh, was it yesterday or the day before, that machine learning, these bots that they are building, is actually learning how to write better code of sniffing other code. Oh, yeah. Like um, the the robotic learning algorithms we've, we've developed are getting really, really interesting. Um, all, all the testing ground for that stuff have been all the games. So uh, chess, the chess bots, they've got ones going playing Go and all that sort of stuff. Those are the tasks they use to teach the machines how to learn. That's, those yes. are sort of the testing grounds. And now it's pulling through into more practical, I suppose you'd say, uh, applications. Yeah. So um, the next bit of news, actually speaking about OneDrive this time, um, on the roadmap, OneDrive is going to get differential sync in the second quarter of 2017. So you'll get diff a differential sync, um, I assume, for everything then. Because does, doesn't it already do all Office documents? Good question. I haven't actually read up on the differential sync options for it. I'm assuming that it will sync vistas. Or instead of when you create a new version of a document, it doesn't write the entire version down. It only writes the delta in the document down. So I'm assuming that's what they mean by differential updates. So if the document's 2 meg and you update or upload a later version of that document, it only syncs the, the delta between the two yes. documents, not the entire document. They've had that was, in SharePoint for a while, though. Yes, that, that's what Since I mean. Okay, so I suppose... So this is coming to OneDrive now. Yes. Uh, I see. Okay, that makes sense. And then hopefully once they got that all right and they're using the same technology or backbone or whatever and we can just get all the OneDrive SharePoint stuff all talking nicely together and that'll make everything much easier for us. Look, the new OneDrive Sync client, um, the new OneDrive EXE, so you don't have Groove.exe anymore, has made um, great strides uh, in the space. There's also the new OneDrive uh, client for Mac, um, for Office 2016 on Mac. So th that's also helping out uh, Mac users work better with Mac, um, with the native OS, so that they don't have to boot camp it or drop some parallels in there to run Windows. Yep. 
And on that note, funnily enough, not one note, that note, uh, our, our fellow uh, community lead, Tracy van der Scaife, is nearing, I think it's six days to go or seven days to go on our Office 365 challenge. Yeah, the, the last one I saw was uh, six days. Keep it up, yeah. Trace. Nearly there. Have you seen what she's about to embark on? Um, we, we've, we've had some chats about it. It's, it's all madness. So she's, she's, going, she's going to buy a Mac. Okay. <laughs> so that she can help Mac users work better with Office. With Office Suite. Yeah. Yes. She's going that, to spend money cool. on a MacBook so that she can train users on and do user adoption and all the fluffy stuff that she does. On that must be the that must be the most work anybody's ever done on a Mac. <laughs> Where to go, Trace? Yeah, it's awesome. I, I'm I'm stoked to see that stuff come out. Yeah, sweet. Uh, the next bit of news: um, there are two new Azure data centers opened in Korea. So if you're in that part of the world, South Korea, um, naturally. Is that so that brings the total number of Azure data centers currently up to thirty-four, which is, is, is huge. Is is that um King Yong Jom, whatever his name is? Is that No 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 South South Korea. Uh, okay. South Korea. Not not the communists. Did you did you see that, that thing in the news where his older brother or someone was like assassinated at the airport? I did not. I yes. must say, I do not follow the local politics of North Korea. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So, yeah, new, new Azure data centers. There's also some new uh, Azure AD, AD Sync stuff and security around that. I know there's a, there's a ton of new Azure stuff coming out. There's the new data security uh, connectors as well when you start talking to Azure. Um, so that's all really, really, really cool stuff. Um, Azure on its own, uh, the fact that you now have cloud infrastructure architects Worrying just about Azure because that's a discipline on its own, mate. Yeah, it is. Like it, it's at a scale that I don't think anybody's really attempted before. It's so much computing power, my mind can't really grasp it and how that all actually works under the skin. I'm just very glad that Microsoft make it work and I don't have to worry about any of it. Yeah, not like the good old days. We had to worry about everything. <laughs> good, good old days. Yes, that's... Good, that's the word. Good, yeah. So on the back end of our top five predictions by the resident insider and the heckler, Yammer is moving along and getting the groups experience. Okay. So what, groups, what do you mean by that exactly? So groups for Yammer is coming. So okay. now you can create a group and connect it to Yammer. So if you've got a network, you can now do the same thing you do with groups for teams but for Yammer. So the group's experience is really going to be the 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 binding. So the mail the, trail and also. Yeah, what, so, what so that that's where you go first and, and that will feed into everything else. So you'll create a group and that will give you a Yammer stream and a team stream and a SharePoint site, team site and, and the like. Yeah, so it's, it's it's a good way to do it, I think. Look, there's a lot there's a lot of updates coming for Yammer because Yammer is becoming cool again. So you keep telling me. I'm yeah. I'm not, well, we, I'm not we'll have, down on Yammer. Uh, we will be having a, a full team of Yammer MVPs on the show uh, before the end of March, just so that you know. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. They can educate me. All right. Uh as of this morning. The next item, the 
Outlook 2016 update that was pushed as part of the Office 2016 update broke Outlook once again on the auto-discover side. So there are people out there crying saying, Aha, it's not working once again. I don't understand why Microsoft can't just fix it once and for all. I don't know, bro. It's a, what do they say? It's a difficult information technology problem. Something like that. It's a, diff- it's a difficult technical issue. Yeah, I'm sure they'll a, sort it out. It's they'll, not a they'll, bug, they'll it's get a it known right. issue. They'll, they'll get it right. In, on, that, on that note, oh, I'm saying that again, um, but if you're having problems with uh, Office 2016, to buy a Mac, because there's no problems. <laughs> I have not had any issues with my Office, I must say. I haven't either. And um, I th- you know what? So I've got, I'm running one, two, I've got two mailboxes. Uh, uh, both from Office 365 tenants, and they seem you, to be you. You really had to count those out loud. Can Can you make it all the way up to ten? <laughs> um, two thumbs can't. <laughs> I always get stuck on the thumbs because I turn cool. my hand around and I and, and I get nervous. But I, I don't understand what the problem is. Uh, in the old days, you could go and there was a fix for it, or you could delete your autodiscover.xml files because it creates one per mailbox. But Microsoft's never come out and said, well, this is the actual problem. And then they tell you to go delete your profile and then restart. And then it has to resync your mail. And I, that's just no, man. Just fix it and we can all live happily ever after. Heavy. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've not had any issues. So, anyhow, I think I, that's I will not be for- buying a Mac. I, I actually need to get work done. I won't be using a Mac. <laughs> oh, that's, you can't say that. We have Mac listeners. I'm I'm very happy. Come at me, bro. The show does Twitter. not support the Tell views me. of the of the presenters, so please do not take that wrongly, people of the Mac world. I will fight you on Twitter. Come at me. <laughs> really, like if if you are using a Mac and you're getting like actual real work done on it, please do let me know. Okay, let's moving along, and and uh, that's the end of in the news. So on to our new segment, which is uh, Elle's new find of the week. Yes, I love this section. Um, I, I get my name up in lights like you do with your PowerShell commandlets, although mine is not as attractive as yours. Uh, my new find of the week, well, it's actually not new. I've known about it, but I think they've come to the fore. Uh, it's a product called Skybo, and interestingly enough, since we had Nintex on the show, I thought I'd, I'd poke the bear with the stick. And look at alternative options when it comes to Nintex workflow and forms. And Rod, you're going to love this. Okay. So yeah. Skybo, a company out of the Europe's, because I don't know if it's Finland, Sweden, Stockholm, one of those countries, they're out of the Europe's, um, have actually replaced InfoPath one for one on functionality. Really? Really, really. For, for, for what platform? SharePoint, on-prem, and in the cloud. And and it, it it is a functional port of all the InfoPath functionality in the cloud. Is that what you're telling me? Apparently that sounds so. I uh, I will certainly be looking into that because, oh my god, that's I I I have an irrational love for InfoPath. Um, I know this. I I I think our listeners do too. 
Uh, look, I, I do love it. Working with, uh, and that's why I'm so excited about Anintix Forms, because working with JavaScript and repeating tables in Nintix or re repeating sections was just an abomination. Yeah, it's really rough. So let me read to you what they say about the InfoPath replacement on Skybo's site. Are you looking for an InfoPath replacement? Skybo Rich Forms is arguably the only product on the market which can cover InfoPath features with SharePoint. One, two, one. That sounds absolutely fantastic. So, so this is just a small component of what skybo actually does they've got a themes designer they've got a bunch of other solutions other apps that are built on top of it and they've got a, obviously a very rich forms engine and uh, we'll actually if you want i'll get the uh, some guy by the name of edis um he's also a, like a bosnian guy or something and, and we can get him on the show and you can actually talk about it because they've got a bunch of solutions that partners actually build on top of the their uh, product as well. So there's stuff like facility management, um, expense processes, mobile phone management, and they've got a plethora of apps that's not only built by them, but also by, there's another one called employee management um, that you can actually go grab off off their site and have a look at it. So head over to skybo.com. Um, don't speak to Addis because um, he doesn't we'll, we'll stop do talking. We'll do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Very and, cool, man. And and yeah, that's my my uh, new product of the week, new find of the week. Very nicely done. So then on to our last segment of the show, which is the PowerShell commodlet of the week. And I've got a very simple one for us this uh, this week. It was the one that got picked up randomly by my Excel spreadsheet make a random number function. It's get sp web template. So what this will do is you pass in you pass it in an identity and it will return uh, all the templates in SharePoint that match that identity. Um, you can also uh, put it in for supported version, so you can filter it like that too. The main way you use this is when we're automating uh, site creation for whatever reason this is how we'll get the template to apply to those sites when we're creating them. So we'll pass a variable into the get SP web template and the identity and it'll, and it'll save that in the variable for us. And then we'll reference that variable when we're creating the sites in order to create them with this template. So uh, do you think that that functionality is still going to be extended to the cloud? Yeah. No, you, you, you can you can um, run PowerShell commands against the cloud. There's some slightly different commands and you've you have to connect to it in a in a slightly different way. Yeah, I've, I've used you, a, you you can use PowerShell to yeah, to interact with your, pass your credentials online. And, and pass your credentials. I've done that. Um, when we deploy Valo, uh, the internet in a box product, let's say it works. So you do pass online and that sort of stuff and it's like configuring hybrid search as well. Same process. Yes. Yeah, it's it's the same process. Like you you run a a PowerShell script against the cloud when you set up the hybrid search. Yeah, you just need to you need to organize all the handshake before you do the actual uh, any of the actual work. But yeah, that's it's not so difficult. So yeah, I'm I'm sure that's going to be a thing. It also depends like if if you're deploying a cloud version with however many sites as we do with on-prem. I'm sure there I'm sure there is a need to do that. So yeah, I'm sure Spe it works. Speaking about uh, get SP web template. 
I was sniffing around a 2007 deployment and I found um, old uh, famous 40 templates from 2007. Oh, th- those were great until you had to upgrade them. Yeah, and then there was like two companies that did it and it didn't work and it still had the old look and feel and it broke everything. But yeah, yeah clinical trials, um, event management. Um, those templates that- were great, man. Like those were, they were super helpful. They were yeah. really, really handy. Um, let you deploy things quickly, but my God, I had a bunch of projects where we had to upgrade them. No, or we no. like we 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 ended up, but by, by the time we were sort of rounding that all up, we were like, no, we will rebuild you the functionality you need from scratch, and it'll be way quicker and less painful. Yeah, it's that classroom. That classroom booking one was quite cool. It was actually like because yeah. you could put seats in and it would remember things, and it just worked. Um, and yeah, those were sweet. STPs, not WSPs, which was the first problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We was, actually asked. That was fun. <laughs> we actually um, looked at the last used, um, when it was last used, and it was last used three days after it was deployed. <laughs> and it was <laughs> deployed happens. in 2012, mate. <laughs> yeah. That happens way too often. All right. Is that a wrap? That is a wrap. So thank you all for listening. Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. We are actually featured internationally. I forgot. Remember the link I sent you? Yes, we we got a shout out from Andrew Gilleran. Yes, Gilleran? Andrew Gilleran, yes. I, I hope we're pronouncing that correctly. Thank you. He he's got quite a cool list of uh cool podcasts about SharePoint and Office 365. And uh we feature on the list. So if if you are listening, Andrew, thank you very much. Yeah, Andrew, we'll tweet your name when we um, push out the podcast later this week. Yeah, um, and you guys can find his blog at www.gilleran.net. Yeah, yeah, he does some cool stuff around Yammer training and user adoption. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting to say he's not sure what we talk about. <laughs> I take it that's just a, a sarcasm yeah, I, because it says that what we talk about in the title. That, that, is, what, that is what he meant, yes. Cool. Awesome. So thank you all for listening. You can find us online. We're at twoguysandsharepoint.co.za. We're also on Twitter, at twoguyssharepoint. I'm on Twitter, at oddmodlin. And I'm on Twitter, at Alistair Pugin. We're also on Facebook and iTunes and your podcasting app of choice. If you are listening on iTunes, please do leave us a review. It helps a lot. Also, you can grab our RSS feed. We'll put the RSS feed URL up on our site for SoundCloud so that you can get all those updates immediately if you like using RSS feeds to digest content. Yeah, a a lot of the podcasting apps do that. But we're also in the iTunes store, so chances are the podcasting app will search through iTunes and pull the RSS feed through that. Yeah, but I actually got asked for our RSS feed because they don't show it locally. So... When you port it to iTunes, iTunes automatically reads and knows where to read SoundCloud's um, RSS feed from. But you actually have to go into the settings tab to pull your RSS feed URL because uh, I had to pass that to someone. It's not visible on SoundCloud, strangely enough. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll post that for you guys. We'll too. stick it on the site. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Cheers. <laughs>